Tonight, they'll describe their practice, and we will conclude with a question and answer se uh, session. And we ask that you use the microphones, which will be passed to you for Q&A, because we are uh, taping this event for our website. With that said, please welcome Democracia. Well, good evening, and thank you all for being here tonight. Thanks also to Barbara Kelly Gordon, who's for all his interest in our work, and and also to Francisco Tardia and the Spanish Embassy for, for the help. Well, we are presenting here a video installation called Seri Durar, uh, to be and to last, which in fact is the motto of parkour. Afterward, we will come and we will detail a little bit the project. But before, we would like to do a general presentation of, of our work and, and also uh, we will show some videos to just uh, give a little context to the project we are presenting today here. I <clears throat> uh, would like also to um, say sorry for our English, which is not fluent enough, and, uh, but we do rather go in English, so communication is more direct. Well, we, we started working together in 1989. It's a classical guys who met in the university and start uh, doing a collective, which uh, at first, uh, they work on their idea of being uh, an open collective, uh, plenty of them. Uh, we started being four. We'll, within the years, we came three. Nowadays, we are two. Uh, probably next year or in a couple of years, we will be one or no one. Uh, there is also a fact, important fact of being a collective is uh, that uh, our interest is focused on political and social context rather than uh, more intimate uh, issues. Uh, and also it's kind of, uh, we work a lot in, in the local. I mean, we, we work a lot, in, we are based in Madrid and, and our location, our, we start always uh, doing things in our in our place. It uh, doesn't mean that after uh, or <clears throat> after a local beginning, it, it becomes more general view, and um, and uh, well, um, let's go uh, with. Presenting, I mean, it's not, you can find in our website plenty of our job, but our work, but uh, today we want just to highlight some, some of them which we think are important in our career to explain the way we, we work. Okay. Okay. Um, we want to start with this work because, um, you know, we are democracy, democracia, and actually this is a democratic artwork. Because to make this sculpture, call it a victim, uh, we needed uh, the, una the unanimity of a parliament. Uh, 
We were uh, commissioned by the Basque Country Parliament um, to make uh, a work uh, in tribute to the terrorism victims. As you know, um, the Basque Country is a region in, in Spain where there is an independentist movement uh, in armed uh, struggle against the, the state uh, since the 70s. Um, we decided to reproduce um, the, the image of the victim that you can find in the cover of the newspaper. In fact, it's a, it's a corpse covered by a thermal blanket. Um, the, the sculpture is placed in the, in the hall of the Bax uh, Parliament. Um, for us, um, this work makes sense just in this photo. It's not just the sculpture, but it's the confrontation uh, of the sculpture with the politicians who commissioned the, their work. And, um, and this confrontation uh, makes sense for us because they are responsible to of, the, of this situation of violence in the, in the Basque Country. Um, this is a, a work called Subtest. We made this work in different cities in Spain, cities with a high amount of uh, North African immigration. Um, we made a um, campaign in billboards in the city uh, in Arabic words. Uh, only the, the immigrants can read the, the, the slogans, the, the message. But the Spanish people um, can see another culture living in, in, the, in their cities. Uh, all the slogans come from, from the political and philosophical Western tradition. For example, that one is, um, freedom for what? Uh, it's a quote uh, by Lenin. Uh, that one is, all the power to the people. And this one is, um, um, Freedom must be for everyone or for nobody. It's a quote by Albert Camus. Um, our goal with uh, this project uh, uh, was to test um, the, raci the racism in the Spanish society. Um, in fact, uh, this was a, a very controversial work in, this, in these cities because Spanish people feel uh, quite uh, paranoid uh, with uh, this advertisement. Um, but in the, in the other hand, for the um, Arabic and North African people living in these, in these cities, uh, was very significant to, to find um, these quotes in, in their own language. Um, 
uh, we can, uh, we want to highlight that um, this kind of projects are not uh, presented like art, because if you are talking about art, uh, you are losing um, some shock about the, some shock to the, to the people. Um, and we want to, to open the discussion about um, terms like integration or solidarity, uh, or tolerance, uh, because in the Western societies uh, we are trying to integrate um, these immigrants, but um, they don't want to be integrated, they, they want to keep their own culture. These bills, uh, you can read um, Freedom for the Dead and Killer State. We were invited um, in, to make a project in Ciudad Juarez, in the border of Mexico. Um, we, were, we were invited to talk about uh, the violence against women and so on. Um, uh, for us, uh, was very difficult to, to focus the, the conflict. And finally, uh, we decided to, to blame the Mexican government uh, for, for their lack uh, protecting their own citizens. Uh, in fact, uh, the Iberoamerican Court uh, for Human Rights uh, accused the Mexican state of complicity with some murders of women in Juarez. Then uh, we made the, this bill and, and they were posted during a visit uh, of uh, the Mexican president Felipe Calderón in, in Ciudad Juarez. And, the slogan um, fits with the clients of the um, activists against, against violence in, in Juarez, and they used it for their demonstration. For us, when, when we are working with that kind of propaganda, it's very important that uh, people who like these activists make uh, our work uh, uh, like a um, tool for, for them. Here you can see uh, we made this project uh, for the Armory Show in 2010. Uh, this is an intervention in a Hammer Limo for Bayai people invited by the, the Arthur to, to make a studio visit and to transport uh, our lovers and collectors from the art fair to some foundations and, and galleries. And we decided to put in, in one side of the limo this uh, slogan from the Dick Kennedy's Kill the Poor. And in the other side, that one is the rich. Uh, it's like the, um, the two sides of the same coin. The, um, 
the same punk coin. Uh, in some fact, um, we were pointing um, this um, uh, this part of the art world related with elites and, and high-class people. Uh, the slogan, um, in one hand, um, is pointing the people inside the limo, in the ridge, but in the other hand, you can see a kind of show to the to the people who is uh, seeing the the limo. It's a kind of uh, moving graffiti. Uh, and well, to end this uh, brief presentation of, of some works, uh, we want to talk about this one. The, this project is called uh, uh, Don't uh, Allow uh, Yourself to Be Consoled. Uh, we made this project in collaboration with a group of football fans in Bordeaux, in, Bordeaux, in France. Um, in Europe, uh, the, the fans, uh, the football fans, are often um, political groups. Uh, this group is a group of uh, anti-racist and anti-fascist uh, activists. Um, in, in France, it's banned to, to show political slogans in the, in the matches. But uh, we were talking with the club and, and with the hooligans, and, fi and finally we um, uh, we made some intervention in the merchandising of the club, like uh, this teaser when you can read "No Idols," uh, and we um, collaborate with the hooligans to make some big banners. Uh, the ultras saw, saw it, these banners during a match. Uh, here you can read the title of the, of the intervention, Nebula is a pas console. Uh, do not allow yourself to be consoled. Um, this is a quote from Beltor Brecht. Um, uh, Beltor Brecht uh, talked about uh, religion. Um, nowadays, sport is a kind of religion. The new heroes are the, um, the sportmen. The sportmen are the, um, the football players. And, and we want to, to make a critique uh, to the spectacle. This one is the, the through is always revolutionary. It's a quote by Antonio Gramsci, the founder of the Communist Party in Italy. And that one is um, um, we don't have anything, uh, we don't have anything but uh, our time. It's a um, quote from a graffiti of uh, May 1668. Uh, the point in this in this work was to 
to uh, to make um, explicit the ideology behind the, the football fans. Uh, they are um, they are a problematic uh, community because they are related to violence. For example, this this band of, of hooligans uh, kick off the the Nazi fans of the of the stadiums. Um, we are talking about the, the correct use of violence too. But um, now, uh, before this brief presentation of some words, we want to, to talk about two words related to, to Seri Durar. Well, coming back to the um, Seri Durar video installation, which we, we are presenting here, in fact, uh, in fact, it's um, the last part of a trilogy. Uh, we're going to see, we're going to take this opportunity for watching the two first parts so we can have a global idea of the, the whole project. Uh, first of them, it was uh, made in 2005 and it was a project for, from El Perro. As I, as I said before, we started in 1989 and at that time, uh, we were using the name, I mean, we work under the name of uh, El Perro, the dog. This was a kind of name, well, uh, you never know, you are in the university and someday you start thinking, well, let's, let's put a name, let's think about a name, and you come up with El Dog, the dog. And at that time you never think that you are going to, you have to stand this name for all your life. So. <laughs> It was a name. It was a bad <coughs> drug, drunk time. Uh, so the project, the first part of the trilogy, it was called Democracia. And after, after that project, we start working under the name of Democracia. Well, the idea is basically, was basically, was the time, this was 2005, uh, the time of, uh, U.S. troops uh, in Iraq, Iraq intervention, and uh, it was um, basically trying to understand democracy as a brand, uh, rather than as a concept. Because as a concept, it was uh, actually is being used, uh, I mean, it, it doesn't mean really anything. Uh, it just uh, can be used for a military intervention or a geostrategic purpose or economic, but uh, the ideological concept is not a priority right now. So uh, we kind of uh, give the, the treat democracy as a, as a brand. The logo, it was uh, typed with uh, either Metallica or Disney uh, words, considering that uh, not only Metallica, but also Disney are kind of symbols of uh, Western pop culture. 
And at first, uh, the first idea to start thinking about this project, it, it was uh, some image that appeared in, in internet where you could see in the middle of Iraq uh, some US soldiers uh, practicing skate. Uh, especially those ones in the swimming pool of uh, San Hussein Palace after they, they took it. So uh, we decided that Democracy could be a brand for skate products, uh, such as t-shirts and uh, skateboards as well. We also work a lot with um, stencils, and, and we also did a campaign to put in the brand just uh, all around Madrid, though in uh, telephone caps. And and also, we did a kind of, uh, not kind, a real memorial, Democracy Memorial, made of uh, resin and mar marble dust, uh, trying to resume this uh, metaphoric concept of uh, democracy. Well, the video, uh, this is a sculpture, you've seen uh, also the democracy shop, the brand, uh, the branding, but there was also a video, a video installation, uh, and all the trilogy, it's, uh, it's about a path, uh, a course in a special, specific location. The first one was a prison, the second one uh, shanty town, and the third one cemetery. Uh, the prison is uh, Carabanchel Prison, which was built in 1944 by Franco uh, during the dictatorship. I mean, in, in fact, it was built by politics prisoners to host politics prisoners. Uh, as you see, the structure is a classical panopticon, panopticus, and the video installation has had the same shape. Uh, there was five screen, and public will be placed in the middle, and you will all, uh, always watching what was happening in, on each gallery. Caramanchel Prison is, it was obviously a symbol of uh, this. Uh, uh, part of uh, Spanish history, a symbol against uh, dictatorship, uh, Franco. But also, in the last days, it was uh, abandoned because, um, I mean, it was closed in 1989. 1999. And um, we did the project six years after, I mean, yeah, after, and at that time it was a place where Latin kings and nietas used to date each other and fight. But also there were, uh, that was a nice place for police to make sort of uh, fictional games uh, with real shooting. Uh, this is in fact the place as we found it when we shot the video. And nowadays it's already demolished. Um, they said 
they want, I mean, there was also a demonstration from the local uh, area um, asking to have the money of the demolition to to build a hospital and social spaces and buildings, but finally nothing has happened and instead. Um, can you please put the video? An open collective still it is right now, even though we are two, which could be the hardcore, but we always collaborate with different people. Here you see skates, say there was a team of tracers, but there is also please stop. <laughs> But uh, um, also architects and designers, um, we think uh, democracy is also a kind of big experience of uh, getting in touch with uh, other communities and, and meet people. <coughs> well, the second one, well, that was the, the prison the day it was demolished. And um, I will go through the second, the second part. Um, second part is also a path, a course, but in this case in a shanty town. Uh, the name of the place is Welfare State. And the site, the shanty town, it was located, nowadays it's also demolished. But I was initially located in this, as you see, the red point, red area, it's quite big, uh, in the south of uh, area of Madrid. There was, uh, there were 11,000 inhabitants, and it was the time considered one of the, if not the biggest shanty town in Europe. Um, <coughs> The Council of Madrid didn't obviously want to have this record in his. Uh, so during many of the years, it was planned the, the demolition. But in fact, it was kind of difficult to demolish, uh, being in mind that there were 11,000 people, and also, so it took a lot of time to finally start the demolition. And also by the time they started the demolition, there was that, that was 2008, and it was in the middle of the, I mean, in the pike of the bubble, economic bubble in Spain. The house prices were rising a lot, day by day, and the council had a major problem to relocate the people who were being pushed out their houses because uh, there was uh, impossible, no way for the council to, to, to buy the houses at the price that they were at the moment. Uh, the name of the project title Welfare State makes reference to the political uh, reasons to to develop the demolition. Uh, in fact, it, it was the idea, it was just to um, not avoid uh, underdevelopment in a, in a first world. Like uh, Madrid couldn't stand, so it was, excuse me, it was a, a way of uh, sort of initiation right to welfare state. So you are, we, 
you have to leave this place because you're going you have to take part in the into the the consumption life kind of difficult to spend uh, well, this is more or less the place, um, which in fact you can see the contrast uh, also between the house and the big cars. Uh, there was plenty of uh, money, in fact, uh, all the drug distributed in Spain was distributed from El Salobral, which is, was the place. But it was also, it was also a, a quite, quite important place from the point of view of culture, because uh, during the 70s and 80s, all plenty of uh, important singers and dancers, flamenco, of flamenco, uh, came there to to live, or at least to stay and to play. So, with the disparition of the Salobrat, was also a kind of disparition of the gypsy community. Well, we've been there. There was that was a quite. Uh, long project in, in time. Uh, we, we've been there every Wednesday to assist, uh, to assist the demolition and finally, but the idea, <clears throat> finally what we did is uh, to convert the demolition in a sort of uh, show, like a destruction show. Um, kind of rodeo. Uh, we we tanned, we tanned the diggers and we also invite people from art scene or a healthy position, let's, let's say, to came to Salobral and see the demolition as if it was a, a, an amazing show, uh, Armageddon show. Obviously, people that who that that they wouldn't go to El Salobral never. But if they if you are proposing a a, a nice uh, a nice show for a while a time, they they would go and see the place. The show was called Smash the Ghetto, and that was a little bit of branding, stickers and banners. And also the stands to to watch the demolition. Uh, this is um, this is a version, obviously a single channel version. The project as it was uh, installation, three channels, and the audience. There was always we built uh, a stand to the so the, the audience watched the installation from the stands. And finally, Seridurak, uh, which is uh, the last uh, path and course. This time in a civil cemetery of Madrid, which um, which is by the side of the biggest. Um, Cemetery in Madrid, La Almudena. Uh, it, it is in fact a cemetery built to bury people non-Catholic. And <clears throat> so you can, you can find 
The initially was built by British, and in fact it was a British uh, territory in, in Madrid. Um, within the beginning of the century, I think the Spanish government bought it and, and start also, and now, I mean, within the time, basically, it's a place where most of the Republicans uh, are buried, but also where the, most of the threats, um, Madrilians against uh, Franco were shot to death and buried there. Um, there is uh, a bit of the equation. In general terms, we could, we could understand the civil cemetery as a place where the utopia lay buried, uh, uh, as a place where is the memory of those who have contributed to the history of individual emancipation. Uh, so you can find also, and that was the point that interested us in this location, and the other act, actor is uh, parkour. Parkour is, uh, is uh, not the same discipline as skate. In a way, I mean, the skate is uh, made about uh, skills or just about how good you are in uh, skating or in a, within an object, uh, parkour has uh, ideology, a philosophy inside of it. It's, um, I mean, to be brief, it's uh, it's about drawing a e po a point and a b point, and just to draw the shortest way to link both both points. So the. The more straightforward you are going, and the more fluid you are, the better you are doing parkour. And that applies in life. Like uh, uh, parkour, understand that uh, your life hasn't have. Um, they, there are no obstacles. The, uh, it's a question of doing your own way, no matter any obstacle. Mm, that is, uh, we found this uh, um, this principle uh, a link with uh, the people who were there in in the cemetery, um, and also this another link is that uh, people who were there. It was uh, mainly people that fi fight for a better world, that had a, an idea of a future, like. Uh, a better future for their son. So uh, it's about also coming back right now, their sons, nephews in this case, and passing over uh, all of this. In the video, uh, we don't really focus on the people buried there, like personal people, even though it's a place uh, with uh, plenty of important people in uh, majority of the Republican presidents of Spain, philosophers, uh, contemporary artists as well as Vostel, writers, and Lorca's family. I mean, uh, it's kind of difficult to understand that you can develop this kind of project in a cemetery. If you can imagine this kind of uh, place here or anywhere and you just go there and do parkour in, in there. 
So, but we didn't want to establish a sort of hierarchy of important people or not. The narrative is more about the epitaphs. So, uh, as you as you'll see, the video is is going from one epitaph to to another. Like, uh, uh, and then title is Seri Durar, it's, uh, it applies to the motto of uh, parkour, which here it's been translated to exist and to persist, but in fact it's uh, to be and to last. It is um, the motto of parkour. So in a way you can have, you have the motto parkour, to be and to last, on the other, uh, an epitaph on, in, in the civil cemetery says uh, there is nothing after death. That was a, a little bit of what we want to, to say about it. And, and now if you have any question, we will be gladly answer all of them <laughs> if we can. <laughs> Thanks a lot for your attention. Can you hear me? Yeah. I guess you can. Uh, I'm still not clear. You are two guys, and there's a tremendous number of people involved in each of these productions. Directors, photographers, probably scripters, uh, choreographers, editors, the musicians. I was impressed by that guy named uh, Pahel, who was both in the parkour video and in the first video here. How do you guys come together? I mean, you are two guys, you just put out the call and everybody collaborates, or are you guys constantly in contact? Because obviously this kind of thing takes a fair amount of time to prepare, plus there must be some financing, etc., etc. How do you operate? Well, in terms, it's a production, you mean, no? How, 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 uh, yeah, obviously, there's uh, plenty of people involved, but in fact, not so many as uh, you could imagine. Uh, well, well, we don't live on, on art. That is, uh, I personally work uh, as uh, filmmaking. And I have the opportunity and the chance to have uh, a team that we knew from our work, working together. So we use this kind of projects also for doing uh, different the, the things we want. Uh, so most of the collaborators, um, it's collaboration, it's uh, friendship and and we try also sometimes to pay them, but no way. I mean, it's impossible to, to raise money to pay. You can pay, but not really the work. It's just kind of. Uh, and also, we sometimes we pay back doing the same thing for them, like uh, other favors and working for them, really. It's just you do this, I do that, and we help each other. Um, and then you have, uh, so this is a, it's a team of collaborators, kind of fixed one. That, uh, well, we do, we do camera, we do direction. I mean, we're a kind of Woody Allen 
<laughs> spirit. But, but as regards uh, editing or uh, musician, it's a, um, a friend of us that uh, also we love the way we com uh, he's composing. And we are always working in the same bunch of people, if we say. And, and as regards uh, specific, uh, more spontaneous, like parkour team, uh, well, it's just a question of uh, getting in touch with them, talk about the project, and, and right now, I mean, the experience is that most of the time people is interested in, in doing these kind of things and participating. Uh, yeah, people is sometimes generous and, and, and the experience is good and afterwards it's it works. Collaboration, it works. It really works. I don't know if I just go through everything. <laughs> there is also also some help from like uh, institutions, uh, but this is something that you cannot preview. Uh, it appears or not, but you you have to to keep working and to keep doing things. Can you say a few words about what any next project you have is? And also here, for example, the Hirschhorn is providing a space to show your work. Where do you show it in Spain? In festivals or special occasions or what? <coughs> um, well, um, there is... Concerning Seri Durar, there is two different versions. And there is a single channel version which is thought to be showed like in the net or to offer to the parkour team so they can show it and change it. And, and there, is, there is the video installation which is more a kind of art scene format. Seridular, uh, it's been shown in museums and, and galleries, yeah. And also a video festival in EMAF, Berlin. But we are not mm, moving our work in between mm, cinema, festivals, or this kind of... Mm, because we, don't, we also don't have a production company just doing this kind of bureaucracy work and sending... Just are working in our studio and sometimes, uh, like, Barbara just appears in the mail and say, wow, I would like to, and it's great. And that's it, and that's the way it's kind of spontaneous. I started working in an exhibition oh, in, Florence, yeah. in Italy, and it's called Declining Democracy. And they had it installed a little bit differently than we had done for our first saw it. Also, it's difficult when you have a video installation like that, and you are also requiring a good condition of watching, and which are expensive, in fact, like three HD videos and good sound system, because, in fact, it's, 
it's a lot of work that to have this uh, kind of quality. So there, there you have sometimes problems, like there will be places interested, but they don't have the conditions to, for exhibiting. This kind of works. Yeah, well, I'll, uh, well, it's a, it's a difficult because it was various kind of. Different. I mean, they started to El uh, Salobral, which was the name of the location. It was uh, starting in the 50s, around the 50s, and at the beginning, it was a kind of area to grow plants. Like uh, uh, nobody. I mean, people didn't live there actually, but uh, at some point, they start growing a little. The square with lettuce and tomatoes, and then talk to a friend. Wow, why don't you come here on Sundays and grow plants with me? So and they start to grow, and then no, no, at the beginning, in the fifth, at the beginning, they after that they start to live on weekends, on Sundays, and finally they build a house. But we are talking about, I mean, we are talking in 40 years, right? Uh, then it came immigration, like uh, people from South and Franco. Then it came uh, Latin American immigration a lot, and they placed it there. So uh, by the time of the demolition, there were people actually living there. I mean, uh, ten around media, ten people from by one house, ten people, ten persons, right, a family. And they were actually, many of them, they were living there for the last 30 years. Uh, but there were also um, others that they were, they have their camp, their tent, because the drug dealers were there and it was easier. And there were also plenty of a camping of um, people living in, like junkies. Well, they were, they were, they, they, they didn't have permission at the beginning, but within the time, if you are, I mean, at the beginning, you don't have permission to be. I mean, did somebody just wake up and, and say, uh, you know, you have to go tomorrow? I mean, they were destroying the people's houses, the cars, you know, how, what did they do to, what did they do to get rid of the people? And then how did you get permission to actually, it's kind of like state watching uh, the dead. Yeah, yeah, it, it took, it took a lot of time. It took, it took, it took 20 years. Uh, from the first, when, when, when the council start to talk about demolition, 
uh, to the final demolition. It took a lot of time. At the beginning, uh, they also wanted to build uh, big buildings uh, to place all of them in the same area. But they did that, and it was, they conclude that it was a kind of ghetto. It was just a kind of translate, uh, move in the ghetto from an, yeah. So they finally decided to buy randomly houses, the council, and rent at a very low price to the people who were, was going to lose their house. Okay, this decision was took, taken before the bubble. So when the bubble came, the council didn't have money enough because it was four times any, uh, the rent. I mean, it was so, uh, but everything was already politically assumed, right? And they were also uh, established some criteria. I mean, some of them, uh, not all the 11,000 were uh, in the street from one day to the other. Some of them uh, fulfilled some little criteria. But the fact is that the majority lost their house. That is the real. I couldn't understand um, the glee that people experienced as if it was a theater that was created. And uh, I just, you know, I saw a lot of unhappy people. I guess they, they had enough notice knowing that was going on, but thank you for explaining that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a, there was, it was a dramatic uh, situation. Uh, also, a, a kind of uh, very uh, dramatic, I mean, stressed even for us, because we were from the, I mean, our our point, our approach from was the bad approach, for it was the police approach. We were not there for as artists who are going as an ONG to help uh, the gypsies and interview them. No, no, we were there just, just to shoot them, how they were, just to explain them that there is no future, that nobody cares. That's the reality. There is no, nobody cares about you. People is coming to see you because it's uh, amusing, but not because of a real interest on, on your life. This is fiction for, yeah. And also, it's sort of hard because when you are there uh, at first, uh, the people living in these conditions, they expect from you that you are going to help, right? That uh, they really want to talk to the camera. They really want to say things to the, because they think that you are coming from TV or whatever and you will talk about their problem and people will know and things will change. So if you just say, well, um, no, um, what we are, we are just uh, literally uh, reflecting how, how is that? This is like this. What? You were hiring the bulldog. No, the council. The council did it. The council. We just talk. Uh, yeah, it was. The council did everything, yeah. Uh, we just uh, talked, I mean, we were going there every Wednesday, so by the, uh, after a year, we, were, we knew all of them. It was like living there. 
So uh, we just uh, at some point we talked with the diggers company, which in fact was a private company, uh, and just asked them to would you mind to include uh, if we tant and if we decorate your digger. And also we talk with the drivers and we say, well, from now on, you are a sport star. I mean, you are not a digger. This is not a demolition. This is a show. You are Michael Jordan. And you have to do it beauty, beautifully. Uh, demonstration. Uh, show show off how good you are with your machine and say hello and you are a famous guy. Good evening. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> so I was actually curious about, um, I think you mentioned this being fiction or you guys set up for the video being fiction. Um, that's very intriguing because I was um, curious in the reality of each of these symbols um, that you have, these emblems you have. Um, and it's as far as the persona that you guys take on when you may visit a site. And then you're communicating with these people as you just spoke of. Do they ever get to see these symbols? And what would it mean to them? Is there a captain or someone in which each emblem belongs to an individual? You know, is there three others who frontline this collective with you all? Maybe one that does photograph and this is the, you know, the photograph, I mean, the photographer's emblem, or, you know, what's the significance behind each of these emblems, and how does it carry with you guys' um, message when communicating? That's a good, that's a good one. Well, uh, uh, well, the, the medals were, I mean, we work in Cedrar, we work with a designer which uh, called Noath, which in fact is uh, not only a designer but a, a quite well-known graffiti artist in Madrid scene. He did the, uh, uh, all the graphics and uh, uh, every one of, uh, every one of them is applying to a community which has an importance in the cemetery. Uh, join the, the first one on the right, join the revolution is applying to uh, international brigadist. Uh, those soldiers who during the Frank, uh, during the um, civil war in Madrid, uh, came to to fight uh, in the Republican with the Republican uh, side. Uh, what, what? Um, if you don't mind, I am um, going to to answer you in in Spanish, and then she goes to translate. Um, bueno, cada um, la idea es que cada una de estas medallas, porque la idea es como una imitación de las medallas militares, eh, representara algunos de los aspectos eh, o de las ideologías revolucionarias de la gente que hay enterrada en el cementerio. So the idea beyond symbols is that these uh, are more like medals, uh, like the ones you receive in the military, and they each uh, should be given to the people who were buried in the Almudena Cemetery. 
Entonces, hay mezcladas distintas referencias. Por ejemplo, eh, bueno, a la que se estaba refiriendo Iván de eh, Join the Revolution, eh, los dos martillos hacen referencia a la clase obrera y, por supuesto, también hay una referencia al internacionalismo. So Ivan was referring to the uh, medal that says uh, join the revolution that has two hammers and this is making direct reference to the working class. Um, so this is also in the spirit of the revolution. Um, la segunda medalla que es uh, libertad para los muertos que es el, el mismo eslogan que utilizamos un poco en Juárez eh, la idea es un poco reivindicar la memoria justamente de, eh, pues de esas ideologías que hay enterradas en el cementerio y la de medio que es ser y durar, eh, ser y durar es el eslogan de, de los practicantes de parkour y ahí sí que el símbolo, la estrella de tres puntas, es la estrella de, es el símbolo de los brigadistas internacionales que fueron a luchar a la guerra civil española. And uh, the emblem that says uh, ser y durar, the third from your left to right, um, this is uh, the motto of the people who practice parkour. And uh, it's very important also to notice the three-point star, and this is making reference to all the people in the international uh, community that have joined this fight toward freedom and liberty. La siguiente hace referencia al anarcosindicalismo, al rojo y el negro, y también a la masonería. Y la última hace referencia, digamos, a, um, al comunismo. La última hace referencia al comunismo. Okay. So we're also seeing that the, uh, the last uh, medal is making reference to communism, and then we have uh, the other one to the left of it, which is making reference to syndicalism and ma masonry. Um, so these are all the symbols explored, um, how they come together. This is a short question. Do you plan to address issues in Spain, not just in Madrid, like Andalusia? You say you concentrate. I mean, no, yeah, it's when we are, it's just, uh, I, would, I mean, the location is Madrid, but this is not uh, a question of Madrid, exactly. I mean, you can, you have this same problem all around the world. So it's not, uh, probably a location is, uh, it's a concrete location, but uh, passing over the utopias, is, it goes more deep that it's not a Madrid. I, I don't really understand the point of your question. You want, you want to tell us more about your question, or I can no, no, like I delve a little bit more into... No, do you plan to shoot the videos as well, not yeah. only concentrate on the to use the imagery? Uh, yeah, why, why not? <laughs> uh, it's just a... The, the matter filming in our city is because uh, we want to refuse that attitude from uh, 
some contemporary artists searching for the misery of the others in exotic places. Uh, we are searching the, um, you know, the fear wall, the conflicts, the problems in in our own city. But anyway, uh, of course, we, we are working in in other places. But uh, we are interested in that, in, in refuse that. Um, kind of, of work to, to share the misery in, in other parts and just look in, in our backyard, you know. Um, one more question. Um, it seems like um, for all the, the three trilogies, lo the location and the architecture um, plays a fundamental component to the narrative. Um, were the locations and the order which, in which they came from um, pres the prison, shantytown, to cemetery, were they predetermined or did it evolve as the project um, moved along? Si eran, estaba pensado todo el tema de estos. No, ella ya es otra pregunta. Está diciendo que ella está viendo que la ubicación y la arquitectura son los elementos que están presentes en su trabajo. Entonces ella se pregunta que si ustedes escogieron este lugar y la arquitectura desde el principio o esto fue un proceso más de no, it was, it was uh, yeah, it is important and it was uh, especially just, I mean, we choose it on purpose. But um, the idea of a trilogy wasn't there from the beginning. Uh, we just started in Democracia, Skating Carabanchel, and, and after Welfare State, and at some point we we see that there is a common line in between the three projects. But it, it is not about that we wanted to do a trilogy or something like that. No, it's, we see a, a common line linking the three projects, these three courses. But um, we see it after, after doing it. Could you tell us about your retrospective that is upcoming and what new work you'll be creating for it? Okay, um, now we are working about the, um, about the police because it's a hot issue now in Europe, uh, in Europe and in Spain especially with uh, all the um, demonstrations and all the fightings against austerity, against cuts. And suddenly uh, we are interested in police um, because police is a part of the working class, but just uh, working about, uh, work, excuse me, working against the working class. Then we we want to uh, to make a reflection about that. Um, we want to we start to interview different policemen uh, to ask them uh, why they choose that. Uh, that job, um, um, what they feel uh, fighting against, um, against working class people. Um, 
And uh, we want uh, to reflect, uh, uh, to think about the possibility of the, um, of the, this, um, of the dismantlation of the police. It is possible um, a world without police um, because Paolo Pasolini, thinking about that, uh, he said, even in the most radical revolution, you need uh, a police. And we want to, to think about the police, about the possibility to, to, to have a society without police. And also, to have the point of view of the police, like, uh, it's not... Uh, Commonly, you can you don't really have the opportunity of uh, hearing the police talking about them as a personally, like uh, what are they dreams? Uh, what uh, how is it possible? As Pablo said, uh, war without police. What do you think as a police? Uh, it would be a chaos. That is the alternative. What about uh, the chaos alternative? Is it? So uh, the final set probably would be a film, uh, quite boring film, a long one. Uh, plenty of interviews and plenty of uh, intense, uh, deep thoughts. But we'll see. <laughs> no, nowadays we are filming uh, demonstrations in Spain, the, the classes with the police, and we are filming uh, demonstration of the policemen too, because um, they um, they have cuts in their um, salary too. Um, we filmed um, a demonstration of, of police and. Uh, and I spoke a spokesman, a spokeswoman from the European police said in that demonstration, um, the chaos or, or us. But the problem is that they are the, the chaos anyway. And finally, we also will include some actions that we will shoot. Because as you'll see, for us it's quite important the real action, I mean, the performance, doing it, not just a fiction, or, but doing it. Uh, so it will, it, will, it will also include some, some real actions that right now I better don't, don't say anything else more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> this this project um, that uh, we are talking about, uh, this project about the police, is um, framed in a kind of retrospective of our work in in the um, Frankfurter Kunstverein. Um, we um, we also um, our highlights <laughs> in our career <laughs> and this new uh, this new project uh, in in a show called um, democracy powerlessness and revolution and in the show uh, we will we will uh, work with a couple of artists from Romania Florin Tudor and Mona Batamanu who are working in, in the image of 
of the anarchist struggles in, in Germany and, and around um, anarchy ideology. But thank you. Following up on the last question, I'm curious as to your artist's perspective on the future of Spain and um, the upheavals you see now and the movement towards regional autonomy, how that's affected by the economic situation, um, the dissident movements. Could you, are you hopeful? Could you speculate generally about the future from your perspective as artists, the future of Spain? Uh, well, probably it should be, uh, this is kind of a personal question, in fact. So we are going probably to answer each, each other. Because <laughs> no. uh, I think uh, it's uh, very, very black future for Spain. Uh, no, I don't think there is there will be a, a, a solution because there, there won't be a, a change, a real change within. I, in, in a way, I think the politics they've been adopted and the, they've been adopted for the actual government which has been elected and inspired by the European community are against um, uh, against the people <laughs> uh, are returning the money to the banks. So, so I don't think there is a, a I mean, it's, it's misery. The solution is uh, we, we, will, we will get quite deep in, we are, right now Spain is, uh, is with a unemployment tax, unbelievable. Uh, most of my, of my friends have no job, um, and so we we do feel the crisis. It's close. It's not a concept. Uh, it's it's really close. Uh, I've got parents. Uh, I mean, relatives which has got the house. And I don't think there will be a solution because obviously in Spain, not on, not not also because of the only because of the political solutions, but also because of uh, the fact that um, uh, the economy in Spain was based on everybody working uh, in the building sector. And I don't really see that uh, there is another sector who can assume all of this uh, working class, all of these people, all of these workers. So either we assume that uh, there is not work for all and we have to share it and create a system that uh, can work even though they, not everybody uh, uh, have a, a work or, uh, or they, I can't see the, another, so I, I see it uh, quite, Quite dark, really dark, in fact. 50s, coming back to the 50s, yeah. Okay, um, my opinion. In one hand, uh, I am very pessimistic with the future of Spain. The poverty is increasing, the repression is increasing. 
For example, you have cuts in, in, in uh, education, in, in health, uh, but um, you have a, a rise of funds in, in repression. Uh, uh, One thousand percent more of budget for the for the anti-riot police, for example. Uh, we are going to a uh, to a scenario like in Greece, you know. But in the other hand, um, uh, the people um, the people have the the sensation that you can't change the system, but the people is starting to create a new system, a parallel system with assemblies in the neighborhoods. And this is very interesting because the people say, okay, uh, we will to make our own republic, the republic of the 99%. And this is starting now. Uh, um, Two years ago, uh, nobody cares about politics in Spain. Nowadays, you are always uh, hearing the people talking about politics. You are in your neighborhood and you go to your square and there is an assembly talking about all these issues. And there is an increasing movement of, the, um, of squatting buildings for the social movements. Um, I think this is positive, this, this kind of parallel society that um, uh, realized that we, don't, we can't change the, the, the system, uh, we don't want to, to use violence, we know that violence files, but we will start our own, our own society. And, and this point is very good, but uh, in the other hand, the, the future is, uh, is very black, deep black. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, I agree with, also with Pablo that the future, uh, future is black, but present is interesting. For example, uh, nowadays is, uh, um, strike. Uh, a strike, yeah, a strike of uh, sanitary, all people from health. Uh, but it's general. Uh, it's not one sector is 100%, it's uh, paralyzed. Uh, and there is no date of finishing. Um, because, in fact, uh, they are striking and fighting for social care. Uh, if they don't do it now, or if we don't do it now, we will enter directly in a private. Uh, uh, healthcare. Um, so, and uh, did that create this strike and the movement around? It creates a very interesting moment to 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 an experience to share and communicate. That that is quite quite good. The, the it's a it's an interesting place to be right now. I think. People is just investigating new forms of organization and new forms to, to change. How to change uh, without taking power? 